Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. This is actually Quint. You sound terrible. This is not... uh, I don't know. I was trying to come up with a name that sounded like somebody with a deep voice. It does not sound. I I sound worse than I feel. Luke, I am your father. I mean, sickness is ravaging our household, and basically, it seems like the entire state. It's probably happening all around the nation. It's horrible. I mean, we've had our schools uh, have been closed um, just for illness and all kinds of stuff. Well, I have some theories on that. I'll stay away from my my views, but I mean the reality is in our neck of the woods, personally speaking, our children who, you know, if they have had masks on for a couple of years and uh I think their immunity is down. I don't know, just my two cents on it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, it has been exceptionally bad this year. It's terrible. Yeah. So I avoided it. Took my my emergency and stayed hydrated and all the rest of that stuff, but Boom. Then so I got it. You. Now I'm now it's hitting me. Yeah. So you'll just have to deal with the with the low, with the deep voice. Do you know I sang bass in college? I did know that. You were part of like was it acoustic, acoustic cats? cats? Yeah. Oh, nice. Acoustic cats. So you yeah. were the low voice? I was the lowest of the low. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I got I could hit a uh I'm gonna you music people out there, you're gonna laugh. I'm gonna just make I think it's like a low D. I don't know. Somebody, somebody's going, no, you could not hit a low D. Or somebody's <laughs> going, that's not low. <laughs> I just guessed. It was some some low note. I don't remember. Was that fun? Oh, it was a blast. I loved okay. it. But when I when eventually, in years from now, when I take a step back from this business and you're running the show, I am going to sing and be in local theater. Uh, like, all the time. Fantastic. I cannot come, wait. I'll come see you, but you'll probably be in local theater. In Sarasota, like... Florida. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sarasota players. <laughs> Absolutely. So if you're ever in the Sarasota area. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's just, a couple of housekeeping odds and ends. First of all, keep those questions coming. We really appreciate it. I did get an interesting, I didn't share this with you. Somebody sent an email, very, very enterprising. Uh, somebody said, I'm willing to voice record any written emails you get. If you want, wow! Okay. I thought that was I thought that was great. Cause you, yeah, cause I, I will you said more than likely does. take this person up on it. That's fantastic. Thought, yeah, because we have a lot of questions that came in. So, who do you send the twenty five dollars Amazon gift card to then? I don't know. Is that person's voice? No, yeah, well, I, yeah. I think so. I mean, the person. I don't think the person who writ, wrote a question in should right. get the because they didn't follow directions. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, to avoid all that, just send us an audio question, podcast at DIYMoney.org. That's podcast at DIYMoney.org. Uh, and we'll, you know, if we use it on the show, we'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card. For those interested, that's certainly not for everybody, but uh, Jewel Financial, we started a new uh, video, a uh, weekly video called Nest Egg. And I think that'll evolve and, and maybe turn into a podcast over time. I'm not sure. But uh, I think, how do they find that? They can you can find- either subscribe to our YouTube page, which is Jewel Financial on YouTube, or they can go onto the Jewel Financial website and subscri- subscribe to our newsletter, which we send out each week. Yeah, and if you're curious what that 
how that spells J O U L E, unit of measurement of energy. We call us we call Jewel Financial the powerful difference. That is so so nice. That is nice. <laughs> I like that. So, anyways, yeah. I mean, again, there's more more sort of retirement, more you know, whatever um, wealth management type stuff, content market stuff. So, if that's an interest to you, you can check that out. Again, Jewel Financial on our YouTube channel. Uh, and uh, our website, we'll post those on our website. And Logan is making this media highlights. You were, you did it. He was on uh, TD Ameritrade Network uh, recently. You killed it. You did fantastic. Well, thank and basically you. Basically predicted that. this melt up that we're getting, especially hey, in semiconductors. I'd love to so see. That it. was your first. I would say I'm sure you've had other good calls, but that was a fantastic call. And I wasn't in the office, so it's not like I fed you what to say. It's you, true. You, this was your own thinking. It was great. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. All right, let's go to the question we got. A unique question uh, on behalf of her students, which Mm -hmm. I think is fantastic. So, Alex, what do you got? DIY! Hi, DIY Money. This is Alex, formerly from Brooklyn, but now from Philly. Woohoo! I help students who are in the performing arts um, help fund their lives as well as their performing arts careers. It's a very specialized kind of assistance that I offer, but a question that I get asked all the time by my young college freshmen, sophomore, juniors is I am contributing to my Roth IRA, just like you told me to, $100 a month, yay, go me. But if an emergency does arise, is there any way for me to pull those funds without being hit with a ton of penalties? And I would just like some information about young contributors, people who start in middle or high school or early college. How would you recommend they deal with emergencies and pulling money from a Roth IRA in uh, specifically? But maybe if there is a different kind of retirement plan that is easier to pull from or something, I would love for you to talk about that a little bit. Um, and then I could send this episode to all my students. Thank you so much. Okay, Alex, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to choose my words very carefully because I want you to still feel confident to send this to your students, but I want to change some of your teaching, candidly. Uh, first of all, bravo to you and what you're doing. I think it's ironic that we were just talking about theater. Alex probably didn't know that I had desires to, uh, to um, you know. Be in the arts, performing yeah. arts. Uh, Alex, I played Emile Debec in Kiss Me Kate. Do not know what that is. Or was that? Yeah. I think that was right. Emile DeBeck. Anyways, she'll know. Alex okay. will know. Okay. Anyways, um, <clears throat> okay. I don't – first of all, take a step back. I'll let Logan speak to further particulars. He's on the path to, to becoming a CFP, so he'll, he'll be able to speak to the particulars. Yeah, there, there's various rules for how to take money out of a, a Roth, and he'll, he'll go through that. But here's what I don't like. I don't like establishing a retirement plan – and even thinking that it is for emergency funds. I, I think that sets a young person up for a very, very bad habit. It is precisely why when we communicate with people that are trying to pursue a DIY money lifestyle, we talk about establishing an emergency fund first. So $1,000 fast cash, and again, I, I, this is this is uh, this is 
what I've just seen. This is what happens to me, right? So when I was on this path, when a, when a young person starts to wake up one day and they say, I need to get my finances in order, holy cow. It's like the universe comes together and says, how can we screw this young person? I mean, it just happens. So what we say is you have to get the $1,000 fast cash so that when the universe, you know, blows a tire out of your car or you know your dog is sick and needs something and you I mean and you're like son of a gun I was I was super motivated and now I'm I'm derailed again okay $1000 fast cash 1000 and and there's steps and you know all this Alex so I'm not I'm not you know going to be too uh uh rudimentary here but it's important to just rehash emergency fund. It comes after the thousand dollars, so it's key. Three months of emergency fund. Now that emergency fund is not retirement. Now I know, I know, and I understand what you're suggesting. So what you're suggesting is, hey, this Roth gives you the ability to put money away, grow tax deferred, take it out tax free. Yeah, you can actually take contributions out at any time. There's no penalty. But what it conditions a person to do is to start saying, you know, I have this retirement account and I can tap it if I need to. And that is a terrible, terrible habit to get into. So I personally, if I'm working with younger people, I wouldn't even give them the option. I wouldn't even give them the option. I would simply say, step number one, $1,000 fast cash stays in cash in your house. Step number two, three months emergency fund, but high, high savings or high interest checking account, savings account, whatever. Uh, step number three, get it rid of terrible debt, right? Again, this is way before retirement savings. So then we can go down that path, but only then do we go down that path because we don't ever want to touch it? Emergency arises, well, we have the three-month emergency fund. If we deplete that, then we got to stop contributing to retirement. We got to immediately start replenishing that. If all of a sudden an emergency arises and $1,000 fast cash is used, we put everything else on hold, we replenish the $1,000 fast cash, etc. But I think that the one thing I'm going to say, and again, I'll let Logan talk. He'll actually answer your question, but... I just I would be remiss not to go down the path that says I think you're setting themselves there I think you're setting them up for some challenges if you even discuss that it's an option to get money out. So when someone says, ah, "I'm putting my money in, yay, me, but if I need it, can I get it?" you should be like, "No, you, you can't." I mean, you're lying, so maybe don't say that. But you should say, "No, you you want to hit your emergency fund first. You want to hit your fast cash first. This is for retirement." That's my two cents. Yeah, let me kind of give um, a little bit to an answer of the question as far as what what con- what you can take out of a Roth. So, if you're below fifty nine and a half, which I'm guessing all of your students are, Alex, they can take out their contributions out of the Roth. So they could take those funds out, and then there's some special circumstances in which they can take out earnings as well and not get crushed on um, like the 10% penalty. You do still have to pay taxes um, on those earnings, but if you're taking out funds for a first-time home purchase, you can take up to $10,000 out. You can use earnings. You have to pay some taxes on that. Qualified education expenses, there's a few others. So there is some ways that you can take out the funds, especially contributions. You can take those out. They're not penalized. They're not taxed. 
the earnings is where you have to meet a couple other criteria to take those out and not get killed on penalties. But I really want to speak to what Quinn is talking about because I see this with young people quite often, that they have this plan, they have this game plan to put money away for retirement, even if it's a long way off, and that you know if I need it, well, it's still there. I can still get to it to some degree. So we talk about this experiment with young people quite often, and, and I know Quint has used this example many times of the marshmallow experiment. So the marshmallow experiment is where they took three, four, five-year-olds, little kids, they put them into a room, they put a marshmallow on their plate, and they said, if you wait and you don't eat this marshmallow, we'll give you a reward. Many of these really young kids that are sitting there, they kind of scratch their head. It takes about 30 seconds before they take that marshmallow and they pop it in their mouth and eat it. Because I like marshmallows! Well, there's a lot of nuances to this experiment. There's a lot of things that they learned um, throughout it. But one of the things that they did later on in the trials of this experiment is instead of just taking a marshmallow, putting it on a plate, and having it sit in front of the kid and they just stare at it, Instead of that, they took a marshmallow, put it on the plate. They said, hey, this marshmallow is here. Wait until we come back and we'll give you a reward. But we're going to put a bowl over the marshmallow so you can't see it. We're going to cover the marshmallow up. And when they covered the marshmallow up, the kids were way more likely to wait for the experimenter to come back in the room and get that second marshmallow or whatever reward that the, mar- that the experimenter was going to give them. So I say all that long story to say, if you can condition your students to utilize retirement funds like the bowl, that you put the marshmallow under there and then cover it with the bowl so that you can't see it, but you know it's growing and earning and and growing compound interest for retirement, for that saving over time, then you will be so much more successful than if you're looking at it constantly, knowing you could potentially use that money. But putting that bowl over that is so crucial and, and so important to not just stare at it as this treat that's dangling in front of you, but to really cover it up. Bravo. Bravo. You're, I mean, dropping knowledge. Very good. Uh, I, I have nothing to add onto that. That's fantastic, and I hope um, I hope Alex that you you take some of those um, you know words uh, to heart and and sort of follow that path. Um, I bravo for what you're doing with the kids uh, and helping them. I think that's fantastic. Keep up the great work. Bravo! Emil Debeck was in South Pacific. I pre- I played uh, Fred Graham in. Uh, Kiss Me, Kate. Oh, okay. So right. Alex will know both of those characters. Did you play both of them, or did you just play... Yeah, back-to-back years. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. My, my You're kind junior... of a big shot. That sounds like Well, I was in high school. Role. Come on. I was in okay. high school. Okay. I was, however, for my freshman year in college, to my knowledge, I don't think there's ever been another, the only dual finance theater major at University of Kentucky. I'm very important. Uh, I have many leather-bound books. That is very important. And that only lasted one year, actually, <laughs> because... Well, and the reason was is because the theater arts building was, like, like in so Florida, and, like, <laughs> Gatton Business College was, like, in New York. I mean, so I would... It was awful trying to get to classes. So I was like, I can't do this. I stopped that. But anyways, Alex, keep up the great work. Thanks for the question. Send us some more, especially from the kids that love it. Or send a kid. Have a kid do a question. Send it to us. That'd be great. 
All right, remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.